click. Hello and welcome to this supplemental episode of Smart Enough to Know Better, a podcast of comedy. I'm Dan Beeston and Greg is nowhere to be seen. That's all right, because he will be back quite soon. He'll be back on the 16th of September, and a new podcast will be recorded then. You may have been keeping up with Greg. If you haven't been, I suggest you do jump over to Facebook at the Smart Enough to Know Better page. He is going on all sorts of adventures, which he's going to fill us in on later. But there's some great videos and great images. But in the meantime, I've got the comedy blimp all to myself. I am so bored and so lonely. It's it's like big haunted corridors as this metal beast, this iron beast, flies gently a couple of feet above the ground. In this episode of Smart Enough to Know Better, Supplemental, slash B, I would like to teach you this cool skill. Ask me, give me a, give me a, a number between 1 and 40. Any number between number and 1 and 40. 27, I hear you say. 27, that is... That's cobalt. That's cobalt. The twenty-seventh element in the periodic table is cobalt. That's it. All right, try try something else. Six. Six, I hear you say. Oh, that's an easy one. That is uh, carbon. Oh, I'm made of carbon. Uh, all right, uh, try a trickier one. Forty. All right. Oh, that's uh, zirconium. How about... Uh, oh, thirty-one, you say? Uh, that would be gallium. How... I hear you ask, have I managed to memorize all of these amazing elements? Am I just that dedicated? Fuck no. I have been using a trick that I learned like uh, 15 years ago, which I looked up and is called the peg memory trick. We suck at memorizing stuff. Like we're not good at it, but we are very good at remembering crazy stuff that's happened. So all I need to do to memorize something that's tricky is associate it with something that's really easy to memorize. And you know what I memorized? Counting to 10. That's the hardest bit of this whole thing. If you can't count to 10, you're in trouble. But if you can't count to 10, you're in trouble anyway. What we're going to do is we're going to count but with letters. So we're going to turn all the numbers into letters or more importantly, mouth sounds, which are what letters are ultimately. First of all, the zero, that's Z with a Z, zero. Don't worry about that. That's just going to confuse you for the moment. So number one, number one, we're going to associate with the sound T, T. So what we're going to do is we are going to associate one with a tie. So that's T and a vowel. So T and a vowel. And it's easy. Uh, Like a tie is straight up and down. It looks like a one. So T for tie. Number two is N. N is two downstrokes. Two downstrokes is N. So N in a vowel sound is Noah. Noah's ark. So Noah with his ark. Then number three is M. That's got three downstrokes. Really easy to remember. N is two. M is three. So M and a vowel sound would be ma. Ma as in a mother. Then number four is R. R looks a bit like a four. Or it could be a four. It's the er sound in four. R combined with a vowel sound is going to be rye, as in alcohol. Ooh, want some rye? Of course you do. 
Okay, so on to number five. Number five's an easy one. It's just a big old L. L for five. So maybe you learned Roman numerals and you get your V and it just falls over a bit. And there you go, you've got your L. So L in a vowel sound is law. Law. Then we go to number six. Number six looks a little bit like a cartoon foot. It comes down on the side and then has a big bulge out the front. So it's a cartoon foot or a cartoon shoe. It's sh, it's the sh sound with a vowel sound, shoe. Then number seven is if you flip seven from one side to the other, it looks a bit like a K. Seven looks like a bit like a K and so it's the K sound. So we're gonna associate it with a cow, cow. Okay, we're up to number eight. Eight looks like vines, like weaving up, like two, two vines weaving out and then coming into the middle and then weaving up to the top. And that looks like an eight. And it's going to be ivy. Ivy. So it's v or f. V or f. With vowel sounds. Ivy. Then we get up to number nine. Number nine looks like a backwards p. So it's a p or a b. P or b. So we are just going to call that B. It'll be a B, a bumblebee. Then, this is the tricky, this is the brilliant thing about counting. This is my favourite bit about counting, is that from nine, there is no number higher than nine. So we click it over to the next tens column. And so we have a one and a zero. So we have a one, which is a T. And then we have a zero, which is a Z. Z for zero, Z. So T and zero, it, it's toes, toes. So, if we wanted to count to 10 using this system, we would go Thai, Noah, Ma, Rai, Law, Shu, Cow, Ivy, Bee, Toes. Easy, huh? Okay, now we're counting with letters or sounds, or more importantly, we're counting with ideas. We're with something that we can visualize, something that our monkey brains can tell stories about. The first one, the first one on the periodic table, that's hydrogen. Hydrogen. You want to associate hydrogen with a tie. How do you associate hydrogen with a tie? Well, you could have like a, a tie that was floating or something, but that's not really visual. You want an image which is so viscous, so powerful that it's going to stick in your brain. So in my version, what I've done is I've put a tie around the flaming Hindenburg. As it crashes down, it's still a gentleman. It's got a great big tie around it. So whenever I think of tie, I think crashing Hindenburg. And Hindenburg, famously, full of hydrogen, temporarily. So that's easy. One, tie, Hindenburg, hydrogen. Okay, number two. Number two is Noah. Noah well, Noah's Ark, if it was floating, it, I mean, that's what it does. It floats. And so what if it just kept floating up into the sky, floating up to heaven? How would it do that? Helium, the inert gas, the best inert gas, the laziest of all gases, won't react to anything. Totally chill. We should all be more like helium. Okay, number three, Ma. Ma. Now, my mother has all sort of mental disorders and she desperately needs medication. So that's why we're going to associate her with lithium. Lithium, which you can stick under your tongue and it's like a great drug. I don't really know what it does, but it sounds ace. Love to try it one day. You know, once I get into drugs. I've always, I've always said when I get to the point where I can't go make my own fun, 
I want people to smuggle actual narcotics into the old folks' home so that I can just be off on lovely little trips in my brain. Until then, different types of trips. More, more so to the shops. Because I love going to the shops. All right, so where were we? Lithium, number three. M, ma, mother takes lithium, lithium. Okay, so number four is beryllium. Now, this might be a hard one. You may need to associate it. For me, there was a TV show on Australian TV when I was a kid, and there was a, a weird spaceman with a red face, played by Paul Chubb, and he had a, like a, a, an artificial intelligence spaceship that looked like a house. It was the precursor to Invader Zim. And the house was called, or well, the artificial intelligence computer was called Beryl. Now, Paul Chubb had a red face. He looked like he was drunk all the time. It was the 80s. It was a children's TV show. He probably was. So, Paul Chubb is drunk on rye. He talks to Beryl. Number four, beryllium. Okay, number five, the law. The law. I have got a judge in a big wig, and he's like jackhammering into the ground. He's boring into the ground. He's not, well, I mean, that's not a jackhammer, but he's still digging into the ground. He's boring into the ground with a big drill jackhammer thing. It's number five, boron. Then number six, shoe. This is a shoe that's got graphite all over the bottom of it. Wherever you walk, you leave pencil mark footprints. What are pencils made out of? They're made out of graphite. And what's graphite? It's carbon. Sure, it's also diamonds. And it's also graphene, if we ever get that. Number six, shoe, carbon. Number seven, cow. In this one, I'm visualizing a cow planted in the ground at the base of a tree. The cow is going to become fertilizer for the tree. What do trees want? They want nitrogen. That's what you do with nitrogen. You cover you it's in your fertilizer it's the good stuff that makes your trees grow so cow dug in the ground number eight is ivy ivy you could visualize the fact that the ivy is taking in carbon dioxide and pumping out oxygen oxygen number eight on the periodic table but maybe that doesn't stick in your brain very well maybe that ivy plant is burst into flames because it, of all the oxygen that is required to make flame that is a fiery fiery piece of ivy all right got that visual in your mind that's what's going to make it stick great big bold okay so a lot of my ideas are on fire but great big bold ideas that are going to stick in your brain we're the storytelling ape we love stories they're the things that stick number nine is a bee and i think of a bee doing my teeth like putting its little tiny stinger through there to like Better than dental floss. Little tea bee going through there. What else is good in your mouth? What else is good for your teeth? It is, of course, fluorine. And that's what's number nine. Then we get to number ten. Number ten, which is, of course, T and Z. One and zero, T and Z. It's toes. And I visualize bright glow-in-the-dark toes. It's neon. Neon is number 10. So if we go through from 1 to 10, we go 1, tie hydrogen. 2, Noah, in his ark, floating up, it's hydrogen. Number 3, Ma, she's on drugs, she needs lithium. Number 4, it's Rye, Paul Chubb's drunken face, beryl, beryllium. Then, of course, number 5 is our judge. He's drilling to the center of the earth. That's boron. He's boring. He's boring. That's, maybe I didn't associate that 
for you guys before. Doesn't matter. Number six, looks like a shoe. Sh shoe. Remember our shoe is making graphite marks on the carpet. That is carbon. Number seven is a cow planted in the ground underneath a tree. That's nitrogen. Number eight, it's our vine. It's our ivy that's on fire. It's oxygen. Number nine is our bee sticking his little thing through our teeth. That's fluorine. And number 10, toes. That's ne glow in the dark toes. That's neon. And then, of course, it all starts again. Because the next one is number 11. So that's T and T. So what's T and T? Well, if I remember correctly, the first way I was told how to do this was tot. But it's much better for me to think of tit because I am basically an eight-year-old boy in a man's body. So I think of tit. I need to remember sodium. So I think Lot's wife. And if you licked her on her tit, it would be just really salty. That is just it's a problematic one, but thankfully, all this happens in your brain. You don't have to share it with anyone. This all happens in your brain, and you just go, oh, the 11th element, oh, that would be sodium. And then the next one would be number 12. That's T and N. One and two, that's T and N. So that would be a tan. So I think of someone who's got tanned on the top of their body and white from the waist down. They look a bit like a magnet. That's magnesium. Magnesium is number 12. Number 13, of course, 1-3, which would be TM. For me, that's Tim Tams. And I think of Tim Tams, but not in their square pack, but in this crazy cylindrical tube made out of a metal called aluminium. It just keeps on going from there. 1-4 is T, could be TR. You could change the vowel sounds. It could be tear, it could be tear. For me, it's tar. I think of someone sinking down into tar. And what else do people sink down into? They sink down into quicksand. And what's quicksand made out of? It's silicon. For number 14 is silicon. It just keeps going. It's just counting. It's counting and associating words with the number that you've got to, and then associating the thing that you're trying to remember with that word. We're so good at associating this stuff. This is how I've been able to memorize the first 40 elements of the periodic table. I would encourage you to have a bit of a play with this. Start off with the beginning, write them down if you want. Get a pen and write it down. One, Ty, two, Noah, three, Ma, four, Rye, five, Law, six, Shu, seven, Cow, eight, Ivy, nine, B, no. Yeah, nine, B with a backwards P or B sound and then 10 toes. This opens up such a wealth of opportunity for you to memorize really cool stuff. This is called the PEG Memory Program. Uh, I think it was developed like a decade or two ago, could be even longer. There are all sorts of memory programs out there. I think there are good ones for memorizing names and stuff like that. But you could see that it doesn't require you to be clever. It doesn't require you to do much learning. It's just a trick. And once you learn the trick, you can memorize anything. I mean, obviously, not to do the washing up or to put the toilet seat down. Uh, I know there's no, there's no way I'll ever remember to do that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, other stuff, yeah, for sure. 
you have been listening to a supplemental episode of Smart Enough to Know Better. You can contact me, dan at smartenough.org. If you've got any reaction to this, feel free to jump onto our website and click on the social needs and all that sort of stuff. You don't need me to tell you how to suck eggs. I'm going to do a little bit of a pay it forward this week because, you know, there's still another couple of weeks until the next proper episode of Smart Enough comes out. And i got to tell you, we actually have a couple of interviews lined up that are really exciting. One of them I've been looking forward to doing for pretty much over a year. I've been chasing this fellow, basically stalking him. So we've got a good couple of months coming up ahead of us. But if you want to listen to something else, I have quite warmed to this podcast uh, it's a movie podcast, it's pop culture, it's not science. It's called, and I hope I haven't mentioned this before, but uh, if I have, too bad. It's supplemental. It is called My First Time. It's got a big blue square with yellow writing over the top if you're looking for it in iTunes. It is a friend of mine and some of his friends down in Adelaide in South Australia, and they get a guest on each week to listen to a piece of pop culture or experience a piece of pop culture that they have somehow managed to miss in all their years. Uh, it's quite fun. It's quite fun to go back to old films that I enjoyed in the past and look at, look at it through someone's eyes when they see it for the first time in this year 2018 after D's. At any rate, jump onto that. My first time. Lots of fun. Or, you know, it may not be. It may not be your cup of tea. That's the great thing about the internet. There's always something more. And as we always like to say, so lonely. Why did everything just turn off? It's still going. Excellent.